Good morning, church. It's good to be with you again. Well, today we are opening our on-site services. So, to those of you who are right here at the Awaken Life Church, welcome back. And uh, those of you who want to be with us in our next service, please go to our website and book your place there. Amen. Well, today I want to speak to you about spiritual practices. Spiritual practices are Bible-based actions that we do, things that we do to maintain our spiritual health. There are actions we do in the natural, in the natural realm, but they have an effect on the spiritual realm. We live in a natural, physical world, which we can see and feel around us. But the Bible says in Hebrews 11.3 that what is seen, what we see around us, was made from what is not seen. The spiritual realm is not visible. And yet, it is more real than what we see around us. The natural came from the spiritual. So often, the natural reflects the spiritual, so it helps us to understand the spiritual realm and understand spiritual principles. And that is why Jesus often spoke in parables and stories about natural everyday things by using these natural things to teach spiritual principles. And that is what I want to do today. I want to show you the spiritual parallel of some of the things we are doing in the natural. On the first Sunday of this month, I spoke to you about the new normal. If you missed that message, please go to our website and watch it or listen to it. In that message, I shared with you why it is important to adhere to the COVID-19 safety protocol, and especially so as we gather here at church. Those of you watching online are probably relaxed and, and comfortable. Um, some of you are sitting in close proximity to the members of your family who live under your roof. You are not wearing masks nor keeping social distance. But those of us here at the church, we have to behave differently. I'm not wearing a mask as I'm preaching. By the moment I am done, I'll be putting on my mask and walking out of here. Everyone else around here is wearing a mask and adhering to social distance. We have to live with this virus for some time. So we adapt and we take precautions. We cannot isolate ourselves at home forever. And so we have lives to love, we have work to do, we have to go to school, we have shopping to do. And so when we go out of our homes, we take precautions. The main precautions we are instructed to do are wear a mask over your mouth and nose, keep social distance at all times, and wash and sanitize your hands regularly. For us, these practices are new. We were used to washing our hands, but not as intentionally and not as often as we do now. These practices make us aware of ourselves and our environment. And they can be challenging at times. But did you know that the church, the followers of Christ, 
have been exercising similar spiritual practices for the last 2,000 years? God's Old Testament people, the Jews, they've been doing it for even longer. Did you know that we are called to wear spiritual face masks to keep spiritual social distance and to sanitize spiritually? No? (laughs) Let's talk about it. Let's start with face masks. It covers your mouth and your nose. It protects you from breathing in what is in the air around you, but also protects others from what you breathe out. I don't know about you, but when I am wearing a mask, I I tend to talk less. Uh, I tend to say what's important. I prefer not to do small talks when I've got this thing over my mouth, you know. At home, with those who live with me, I'm more relaxed. I don't wear a mask. So what is the spiritual parallel? The Bible says, Proverbs 13:3, He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Guard your mouth. Wear a spiritual face mask. We are called to be aware of what comes out of our mouths as children of God. This is a spiritual practice that protects us so that we do not sin. But it also protects others that we don't push people away from the Lord by our unwise words. The Bible has much to say about that. But here are just two more verses. Psalm 19, 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. You see, this spiritual practice is good for my relationship with the Lord. Taking care about the words that come out of my mouth. What goes on in my heart? Then Ephesians 4.29 says the following. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to others. You see, this spiritual practice is good for those around me. If I say words that impart grace and edification. So, wear that spiritual face mask and become aware of what comes out of your mouth. Become aware of what you breathe out. Let it be pleasing to God and edifying to those around you. Amen? Have you seen those cartoons where someone is angry, furious, and they have like vapor coming out of their nose. (laughs) The Bible speaks about those who breathe out violence in Psalm 27, 12. We see a lot of that these days, don't we? We are called to put away anger. Ephesians 4, 31 says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be Put away from you with all malice, that breathing out of anger. Listen, wear that face mask and deal with anger. It says, put away anger. Colossians 3, 8 says, but now you yourselves are to put off all these things. And when the Bible says put off these things, it means you are able to do it. God will never ask you to do something that you cannot do. 
And we as children of God with the Holy Spirit inside of us, we can do what God asks us to do. So he says, put off. Put off what? Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of our mouth. Wow. You know, when you allow anger to control you, you speak out of your mouth and of your nose. Everything blows out. So wear a mask. Apply the spiritual practice. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, do not be careless about what you breathe out, about what comes out of your mouth. There is something else about wearing a face mask. Some have said that by the time the pandemic is over, we will all be looking like Mickey Mouse, you know, <laughs> because many of these masks, they, they tend to pull your year a bit forward. You know, they say after when the thing is over, we might have to have an operation to put our years back into place again. A mask causes your years to be slightly forward. What's it saying? It's saying, listen more. Listen better. Listen more than you speak. Your ears are exposed. Your mouth is covered. Listen more than you speak. When you are not talking, you can hear God better. As long as you keep on talking, it's difficult for God to speak to you, isn't it? It's also difficult to hear other people speaking to you when you don't keep quiet. So when you keep quiet, when you listen more, not only can you hear God better, but you can Listen to what people are actually saying. You can listen to understand. It's amazing. You, you get many courses on how to speak, how to talk. You don't get many courses on how to listen. So learn to be a good listener, to listen to the Lord speak and to listen to others speak. Some people, they can speak without stopping for a whole conversation. If they phone you, you say hello and they start talking. You can put the phone down, go make a cup of tea, come back and pick up, and they're still talking. You go, mm-hmm, put the phone down, have a biscuit, dunk it, drink it, and pick up, and they're still talking. Ah. You cannot do that. So learn to be quiet and to listen. If you are one of those people that cannot stop talking, become aware of yourself. Stop talking and begin to listen. Ask people around you, how are you doing? And then keep quiet and just listen. Listen to understand. Listen to catch their hearts. And then when you do speak, let the words that come out of your mouth be for what? Edification and blessing. You see, this spiritual practice will enrich your soul and will bless many around you. Use your spiritual face mask. Well, what about social distancing? Is it a practice parallel to that too? Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Here, the Bible is talking about putting some distance between you and the ungodly. Now, we live in a real world. And we move about in it. But we must, we must put some distance between us and the ways of the world. There is a biblical worldview. There is a secular, unbiblical worldview. We are 
constantly being enticed to think according to the ways of the world and leave the ways of the Lord behind. This verse warns us not to take the counsel of the world blindly, but to rather seek and take the counsel of God. Whenever the world wants to tell me something contrary to the word of God, I must distance myself from it. 1 Thessalonians 5.22 says the following, Abstain from every form of evil. In other words, put some distance between yourself and every form of evil. Why? Because if you don't, you could fall into it. You could get into trouble. The spiritual practice here is to spend enough time in the word so that my thoughts and values are guided by the will of God. If I do not keep that distance, if I spend more time immersed in worldly literature, music, movies, philosophy, art, if I spend all my time with worldly friends, I could be influenced by them to the point that I began to make unwise and unbiblical choices. Now, as I said before, we cannot live in isolation. We cannot live in spiritual isolation either. We are in this world. And as we go about our lives, sin is all around us. And some of it can rub off on us. As we go about our day, we land up having thoughts and attitudes which are less than holy. During the dark ages, the monks would isolate themselves in monasteries and spend their whole time in service to the Lord, meditating on scripture, being quiet, praying, doing penance for their sins. But Jesus never told us to lock up ourselves. He told us to go into the world. So what are we to do then about the sin that surrounds us? Well, just like we do washing our hands and sanitizing regularly as we go about in the world, we need to practice spiritual sanitizing and cleansing as we move about in the world too. James, the half-brother of Jesus, had some strong things to say about this matter. He says in James 4.8, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, I hope you realize when he says, cleanse your hands, he's not talking about washing your hands for 20 seconds with soap and water. No, it's not a physical hand cleaning he's talking about here. It's a spiritual one. He's talking about having a pure heart, pure motives, and being single-minded about walking close to God in this world. How do we do that? Well, through our personal and corporate devotional times. We spend time in prayer and in the word. We spend time in worship. Prayer becomes a way of life. I talk to the Lord throughout the day as I'm going about my work, my business, my shopping. We keep short accounts with the Lord. If I realize I've done something not pleasing to God, I confess it. Not tonight, not tomorrow, not on Sunday, the moment I realize I've done something wrong. 
1 John 1 9 says the following If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Who do you confess to? To the Lord. Not to another man, not to a pastor, not to a priest. You go directly to the Lord. And that's why you can do it the moment you realize you've, you've sinned. Because the Lord is right there with you and you can talk to him immediately about it. Amen? You only confess to another person if you feel you need to unburden, if you feel you need to get guidance and direction, or to sort a matter out. But for forgiveness, you go directly to the Lord. That way, you keep your heart, your motives, and your hands, your actions pure before the Lord. And you stay spiritually healthy. Are these spiritual practices always easy? No. Just like it is not always easy to practice the COVID-19 safety practices. The Bible says that friendship with the world, that is with the ways of the world, is enmity with God. In James 4, 4 it states that. The world does not always understand why we do what we do. And we will not always understand why the world does what they do. And so, if you carry out these spiritual practices, sometimes you may feel out of touch with the world around you. Sometimes you may be misunderstood. Sometimes you may be mocked. But in the long run, as you continue with these spiritual practices, you stay spiritually safe and spiritually healthy. Don't take risks. Don't let your guard down in the world. A couple of weeks ago, we read about a group of teenagers in Cape Town who tested positive from, for COVID-19. They had all been together at a party in a bar. And naturally, they let their guards down. That was all it took for infection to take place. In other nations of the world, we are seeing numbers rising in many cases because people let their guards down and they did not take the necessary precautions. We need to be cautious and wise in the natural world. But even more so, we need to be wise and cautious with these spiritual practices in our lives. We cannot let our guards down. One closing verse. First Thessalonians 5.23 Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. May your whole being, spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless. So don't just take care of your body by living wisely in this new reality, but also take care of your spirit by carrying out these spiritual practices. It is for your safety to protect yourself from falling into sin and from drifting away from the Lord. But it is for the safety of others also, so that you and I will not give the world a reason to reject Christ. Rather, let us be the messengers of good news, letting your actions and words help to bring people closer to God 
and do spiritual healing. Amen. I trust this message has spoken to your heart. As you go about your life this week, living according to the COVID-19 safety protocol, may you also be aware of your spiritual face mask, spiritual social distancing, and spiritual washing and sanitizing. Amen. Cleansing your hearts and your hands and remaining close to the Lord in everything you do. Amen. Let us close in prayer. Father, thank you that you give us wisdom in the natural and in the spiritual, Lord. And I pray that above all, in these days we're living in, we may become aware of our spiritual presence. Lord, I pray that the circumstances, the confusion around us will not cause us to let our guards down, either in the natural or in the spiritual, Lord. But that we may stay close to you, Lord God, being mindful of what comes out of our mouth, making sure, Lord God, that we are keeping distance, the correct distance, Lord God, not allowing ourselves to be influenced by the ways and the thoughts of the world, which are so often against your word, Lord God, and that you help us to keep our hands clean, hearts and minds which are turned towards you, Father God. Thank you for enabling us to do this. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Enjoy your Sunday. Have a great week. And uh, hope to see some of you here in church next Sunday. Go to our website and make a booking there. God bless you. See you next week. Amen.